Welcome to Trainers Talking Truths. This is an ISSA podcast dedicated to exploring the fitness industry and uncovering the whys and hows of personal training. To do that, we'll talk directly to the industry experts and certified trainers. We'll dig into fitness programming, business tactics, nutrition, and more. You'll even hear from current training clients who offer insight from the other side. We've got the fitness industry covered, so turn up the volume and enjoy the drive. Hello, world. Welcome back for another ISSA podcast, Trainers Talking Truths. I am your co-host, Jenny Scott, here with my co-host, Dan, the man, Duran. Dan, I feel like I haven't seen or heard from you in forever. How are you? I know. It takes these things to bring us together, right? I am, I am doing well. I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to our guest today because uh, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag bit here. He's going to be talking about pain-free movement, recovery, and rehab. And I need some of that. I've done a few turns around the sun, just saying, and uh, this car's got some miles on it. So I really look forward to learning from, from our guest today. Absolutely. And anybody who knows anything about me knows that I absolutely love sports performance. I work with youth athletes. I work with college athletes. I work with, I coach volleyball. Like I am an athlete to my core. I'm super, super excited to learn more about this. Today we have with us Dr. Not Mr. Dr. John Russin. He is a sports performance specialist who's worked with super, super high-level elite athletes, NFL, NBA, MLB, um, Olympic athletes. Um, and he's all about pain-free movement, like John or like Dan just said, all about pain-free movement. How do we perform at our peak but not be in pain? It shouldn't hurt to be you, right? So thank you so much for joining, joining us, Dr. Russin. It's great to be here. Thanks for the invite. Absolutely. Now, can we call you John or do you want me to call you Doc? Doc? Oh, it's always John. (laughs) Fair. We're going to be a little informal here then. All right, John. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about you and how did you get from where you started to where you are now? Wow. Uh, 16 years ago, I trained my first athlete. I didn't train him well, but he was a high school football player. And we did a little bit of bench press and maybe a machine circuit. That was my exposure into the industry as a personal trainer. Um, After about 10 years in the university and multiple different jobs in sports performance, strength and conditioning, and then ultimately moving on to uh, professional and Olympic sport, I shifted a little bit. I figured out that uh, maybe the pro sports arena wasn't my best outlet for what I was truly passionate about what my vocational mission was in this industry. And this was about five years ago. Um, I shifted from almost 100% sports performance elite athletics into almost 100% general fitness population. And with that shift came a lot of experiences, some good, some bad, some extremely challenging experiences. And today I am the owner of the Pain-Free Performance Specialist Certification. Uh, Over the last three years, we've certified over 11,000 coaches in person. If you're doing the math on that, yes, uh, two thirds of our existence as a certification was during COVID. And we run an in-person course that has really gone across the globe with the mission of looking good, feeling good, functioning well, but ultimately, how do we extend health and longevity, no matter what the physical goal is, no no matter what the mental aspects of training are, and how do we get consistency with the physical practice that can transcend the lifestyle and ultimately make our life better? 
Oh man, John, you're speaking my language. There's a lot of buzzwords right there talking about longevity. That's a big one for me. I know. Uh, very, very impressive. And, you know, I think what we would love to learn is more about what you're most known for, and that is your pain free performance programs. Now, you mentioned you started them, you mentioned how successful they've been, which is wow, kudos to you during one of the most challenging times to deliver. Uh, face-to-face or live education, um, for sure. But can you tell us more about the program itself or programs, plural? Yeah, you know, I I don't even call it a program anymore. Um, It's systemization around the way that we do everything from uh, warm-ups to recovery to the training X's and O's itself. Uh, We look at the synergistic system as something that was born out of sports performance. You know, you never get past what your early on experiences are. They're ingrained in you. They're like a tattoo that you can't get rid of. And a lot of what I was doing early on in my career was how do I make sure that our top end athletes are able to go onto the field court or whatever their sport may be and simply perform? And most likely the thing that gets them to where they need to be, which is winning games, which is renewing contracts, making money for their families, was being healthy enough to show the elite athlete that they actually are. So how do we get all these inhibiting factors away, get them feeling their best, both mentally, physically, and emotionally, so they can go out and be them. And we were doing so much around preparation around recovery, uh, very calculated approaches to loading and systemization of movement patterns and trying to get an eclectic approach to a human movement profile. And I was really deep diving into all of these different aspects. And then it hit me. Well, why are we treating the athletes well and we're treating somebody who wants to lose 30 pounds or get their knees and lower back feeling better any different? And that was an uh, that was an epitome for me, uh, epiphany for me. It was something that I will remember to this day because as soon as I started training my general fitness clientele, like they were elite athletes, like they were a quarterback making twenty six million dollars on the field on Super Bowl Sunday, things seemed to click because everyone matters. And being able to make exercise accessible and consistent for everyone, that was the the magic pill that people needed to really hear from and learn from. Absolutely. Like I'm thrilled with what you're saying right now because somebody out there, John, needs to hear what you're saying, right? Because everybody looks at these elite athletes, these high level, like making millions and millions of dollars a year. And they're like, I want to work with them. I used to say it too. I want to work with them. But what about everybody else? Right. That's a small fraction of 1% of the population that you're talking about. But I love that you said that your mission just didn't support what you were doing with those athletes. You loved it. And of course, I'm sure it was lucrative for you. But what, tell us more about your mission. I want to sidestep real quick. What was your mission that drew you to this? Well, it was the stigma. Uh, Working in sports performance, uh, working in professional athletics and Olympic athletics, there's a lot of egos. Let's just say that. Everyone is the best and the brightest and the smartest. And I truly was incapable of putting somebody's health at risk for a performance endeavor. And that may have been a me problem, but a lot of my athletes tended to buy into this factor as well. Whereas they were not willing to sacrifice their short or long-term health in order to get maybe 1% better. And that's a totally different conversation, but I think that just morally and ethically as a coach, 
I was running into these issues time and time again. And I did think, and I, I do believe that there is a way to manage health and performance simultaneously because you have to have health before you can have optimal performance that can be consistent performance year after year. But this was something that was a continuous battle. But as soon as you shift focuses and you maybe go left or right of that core demographic of elite athlete, people truly just wanna exercise. They wanna feel great. They wanna look good, but they also want to have some sort of trajectory that can push them forward so they can do what they love to do, whatever it may be for a lifetime. And that was a missing link over the last 20 years in the fitness industry because it's all about bodybuilding. Then it was all about powerlifting. Now it's all about CrossFit. And then it's the next thing, mobility. But ultimately, how do you take all these really nice, physical characteristics and attributes of the human movement system and push them together, creating a system that can really move all needles forward in terms of physical traits and characteristics. Very cool. Yeah, that's so true. Everybody just wants to move better and feel better. And it absolutely applies to everyone. Um, and I think yeah, like John said, or like Dan said, you hit some really good keywords, like longevity. We all want to be able to move and be agile, right? Being agile doesn't, I used to think, and this was the way I learned, and I think a lot of people out there like that. When you learn about sports performance, you're like, agility, oh, it's only for soccer players and athletes who need to run around cones. Well, what about your mom stepping off the curb at the, the grocery store, right? Yeah. That requires agility, because what if she kind of trips and has to catch herself? You know, agility applies to literally everyone. Um, but yeah, staying healthy and as long as we can, being able to move as long as we can is super, super important. Um, can you talk us through, if someone goes through one of your live sessions, there are two days, right? Correct. Sweet. So if they go through two days, what does it look like? What are they going to be doing? Are they actually doing hands-on? Is it all just classroom style learning? What does it look like? Well, I started in my first uh, two years of teaching and it was 100% classroom and I was lecturing for two eight hour days. It's just the only thing that I knew at that point coming from university. And we've shifted that in the last number of years to be about 60% hands-on practical because there is something tactile about training. It is very hands-on. And from a learning perspective, a lot of coaches, trainers, and allied healthcare professionals, we do learn by doing as opposed by sitting in the classroom. Uh, it's yeah. part of being in this profession. That's why we love it. But the two-day is a combination of preparatory phases of how do we get feeling well and functioning our best for a training session. And then the second day is all about human movement profiling. We go through the six foundational movement patterns, squat, hinge, lunge, push, pull, carry, elements of rotation, and show how to distribute these within any type of program, whether it be for a return to train client, a chronic pain client, or even a, a top sports performance athlete. And the importance of distributing these foundational movement patterns, not only how to screen and assess them, but to properly program them in for maximal benefit while minimal stress into the system that is unwanted. So all of that in 16 hours, but it's really come a long way because again, I am a big believer that uh, the market will dictate where you will have success or where, where you'll make your mark. And coming from sports performance and now being really a mainstay uh, inside almost every big commercial fitness facility across the world with some of the corporate partnerships that we have, uh, we've seen that our education is really geared towards 
that up and coming fitness professional that loves to train but needs smarter systemization where they can hit check boxes and go out and make sure that they're having relationships and programming that can back up those relationships that really increase not only the lifetime value of that client or customer, but also builds a relationship that's far more than six sessions or six weeks or even six months. We're looking at trying to transcend the way that people are living and their health and their wellness. This is something that happens years and decades at a time and having that influence starts with smarter systems. Absolutely. So all of you guys out there listening and like on Facebook and our boot camps, we get so many people who are like, I'm stuck with program design. I don't know how to do it. Like, how do I create a program? How do I get them to stay with me for three months or more? John, you're hitting all of the points that are going to help them do it. And we actually just redid our CPT course and we use the movement categories because um, my co-content uh, developer, John Bauer, he brought that to us and was like, hey, why are we not dividing these up into these categories? So if you are taking this, the 10th version of our CPT, you are already one, two steps ahead because you're going to understand these movement categories when you get to a session like this. So I am, oh, I'm so giddy. You guys can't see me right now, but I'm like squirming in my chair. This is so exciting. <laughs> Sometimes when it comes to programming um, and it comes to the day of the Instagram age, there can be a lot of noise in the area and there can be a lot of unknown. And sometimes you need to take the complex, which is all the information that we have out there available to us today and make it simple. And then we try to strive to make the simple actionable. And then for our coaches, we need to make the actionable automatic for them. So their machines on the floor, they know how to modify, they know how to coach, they know how to cue and ultimately give a world-class training session no matter if they're in person, running a group, a semi-private, or they're tuning in virtually with their clients. And that is something that the more automation that you can make out of strategic decisions, the more impactful you can be in the real time, being a human to human connector. That's awesome. Yep, programming, connecting, and performing. I love it. It's that time again, time for another ISSA rapid review. Here's what Jesus from Connecticut had to say about our CPT course. I've been with ISSA for over 10 years and I was able to be employed all this time, including through COVID-19. Great organization. Jesus, we're happy you're with us. Thanks for sharing. Great stuff, John. And you know, uh, I'm not a salesperson. Uh, Jenny, you're not a salesperson. Anymore. Uh, <laughs> anymore. Uh, 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 I'm, Dr. John, John, you, you're not a salesperson, you're a scientist, you're a, a, a coach, uh, a performance trainer, but you are selling all day long right here in the way that you uh, so eloquently explain what you're doing. I mean, it's, it's, it's got monumental value. So kudos to you for being able to, to bridge the gap in an area that clearly was not addressed, which has resulted in so much success. Yeah, it's now, an interesting day in the industry because you mentioned marketing. Uh, I've always believed that I don't know anything about marketing. So you're not going to take a marketing course from me. But I did always believe that results are your, reputa your reputation and your relationships are your reputation. So if you can get impactful relationships, you can create results, then you're going to have a thriving business no matter what business you're in. And having that be the cornerstone, it's almost like that's gone out of style. Great coaching 
has gone out of style and that's our best marketing scheme out there. It's not about email funnels or Facebook advertising. It's being able to connect with a human deeply, deliver for them and have them be the best raving fan that you have telling everyone what they accomplished with you and them wanting to do it as well. And that's a big uh, impetus of how the PPSC has grown. Um, I went in every weekend like, hey, this is gonna be the best course, even if it kills me. I will literally talk and I will teach and I will sweat and I will be up in front of here just to make sure that those attendees, especially in those early years, got what they needed out of the course and they were able to take value from it so much so that they not only used it, but they came in and talked about it after. And I think that grassroots approach, looking back on it years ago, um, that was a reason why today uh, we do have the opportunities that we do have, even in a, in a post-apocalyptic COVID market. <laughs> well, mic drop. Okay, so for the listeners out there, I don't know about uh, Jenny and John, but I'm getting at least one email a week, usually through LinkedIn. I can add this many leads. I can add this many. I can do this with your sales funnel. And I mean, they're limitless. And there's, you know, Facebook profiles and right under their name, it's get you 10,000 leads in a day or something like that. Folks, what you're hearing right now is how you build a business. This is how you build a business. Now, I don't want to put down the folks out there making a living with click funnels, but, but creating relationships, creating results, delivering results, building partnerships with folks who become your biggest uh, advocates. That's how you build a business. So I'm shifting gears back to the pain part. So I remember, I, I'll never forget this, about 10 years ago, I went to a fitness conference uh, and it was like the, the keynote speaker. I think it was Idea World. And so there was hundreds of not thousands of people out in the audience. And the speaker asked, how many of you teach or coach movement? So, you know, most of the hands went up. And then the and the speaker said, how many of you are currently injured? And it was mind blowing how many hands went up and mine was one of them. Uh, so, so we're always getting hurt, we're always in pain as coaches, yet we're trying to help our clients not be in pain or help them with pain or help them move pain free. So what's your number one piece of advice? And I know there's, it's probably really tough to, to narrow down, but one number one piece of advice for people that want to live and move pain-free. That is a tough one. And to second on the data that you saw on that talk, 90% of hands go up. We actually see 97% of the pain-free performance specialist certified coaches have their hands go up because we asked that exact question in the first slide of the course. And this blows people away because Man, we are the ones that know anatomy, physiology, biomechanics. We're yeah. certified. We have educations. And we're still feeling like crap on a daily basis. And I think that's a very humbling thing. But we've always had to toe the line between clinical aspects and applications and scope of practice for personal trainers, strength coaches, and non-clinical professionals. And that is something that we live and breathe in. But there are more similarities between rehab and training than differences. I do believe that it's just a different portion of time or duration on that journey for that person. But being able to be consistent, taking all the science that we have, meting it together, 
Consistency with exercise, I won't even call it training, but consistency with exercise tends to be the thing from the data that shows that you will be living a more pain-free lifestyle across the board into extended age than anything else. Now, for a 16-hour course, we don't go up and say, hey, exercise three times a week and you'll be good. That, those aren't actionable takeaways. But I think being able to ultimately look at what a human being should be able to do from a neurodevelopmental sequencing perspective, but also a performance perspective, and being able to re-ingrain these patterns back into the system of our clients and of our coaches that alone, I think, would be an absolute lights out benefit for everyone listening, because we all start out great. Most of us start out great. I shouldn't say all, but we start out moving beautifully. You know, I have a six-year-old son and he moves awesome. He always has since three years old and on. And somehow our society and our culture has been de-evolving our human movement system. And it has been amplified over the last 10 to 15 years with the introduction of technology and more specifically handheld technologies. So trying to reestablish and redistribute training volumes and frequencies across the span of an entire human movement spectrum, again, squat, hinge, lunge, push, pull, carry with elements of rotation, that alone is a huge benefit for people. Because when we do a movement system audit for our clients, it is almost every single time that we see that our clients are missing one, if not multiple of these six foundational movement yes. patterns and reestablishing them and rebuilding them from the ground up has been of massive benefit. Now, the process of being able to rebuild a human movement pattern from the ground up, that's a little bit more technical, but starting that process ultimately is the first step in that most people miss. And this is where we run into chronic pain, injuries, uh, dare I say, the quote unquote movement dysfunctions out there that tend to pigeonhole their consistency long term. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's all, everything you're saying makes a hundred percent sense to me. And you're absolutely right. Out of these movement patterns, people are always missing at least two or three. And those are usually why they're in pain. Right. I actually had one of my college athletes walk up to me today, volleyball player. And he's like one of the more like fit kids on the team. Let's put it that way. Um, and this kid, he can't skip to save his life. His neuromuscular <laughs> coordination, you guys, Oh my gosh. I watched him skip the first time a couple months back. I was like, what are you doing? Are you okay? <laughs> right. And he's having hip issues. And I'm like, but you never lunge, you never move laterally and you definitely don't move in your transverse plane. So I already knew that when he said that to me, I was like, all right, I know what we need to do. Right. Because he's, he goes into the gym and he's like, I look like a football player, my football coach. I'm like, you don't play football anymore. Charles, you play volleyball, <laughs> right? You need to move differently. You need to look and feel differently. You don't need to carry as much weight now. And so I'm trying to ingrain that to him, but he's so stuck on this football style of training that is so linear. And so just lift as much as you can and get as big as you can. And like, I'm just, it's so hard to change people's mindset, but once he does, it's going to change his life. Yeah, we, we've, we've derived a lot of data over the years, and we tend to see that the hip hinge foundational movement pattern is the most disused. Um, people are afraid because they think that they need to hoist deadlifts up with a barbell off the ground. A hip hinge pattern is not just a deadlift. A deadlift is a hip hinge, but they don't go hand in hand. So rebuilding that has the biggest ROI if we can indeed do it intelligently again. The second one is a single leg variant or an asymmetrical stance at the lower body. 
People don't like lunging. They don't like split squats. They don't like lateral movement because it's hard and it's humbling. Uh, I think it's as simple as that, that they want to go in and push some weight on the sled, as opposed to actually explore something that creates mobility and stability simultaneously through extended ranges of motion. And then the last one at the upper body is actually the, the horizontal pull pattern. Um, the row is a lost art in today's fitness industry and general society. And it's as simple as we look in the mirror, we go, man, look at these pecs, these biceps, these abs, and everything is anterior chain driven. Yes. And I train a lot of people that are 40, 50, 60 years old, and they grew up in the 1970s and 80s, where it was the mirror culture in the gyms. And they have decades of hammering anterior chain, as opposed to building stability based off the backline posterior chain. Um, being able to redistribute volumes, uh, posterior versus anterior, external versus internal rotation. These things aren't a quick fix by any point in time, but we do see benefits almost instantaneously because people do feel better. It is uh, remedial for them. And they're able to get in and actually have a compounding effect over time that can rebuild their body, not only in the gym, but something that can transfer into their normal lives and their daily lives. And those passions that they do have that may be totally different person to person. Oh my gosh, preach. I can't, I can't, <laughs> like I'm done, I'm done. I can close this conversation now. No, we're talking about being pain-free. So hopefully this stuff is clicking for people that are listening, that are interested in program design and want to program better for people. But more importantly, like you said, increase the longevity of people, increase your value to them, right? You're helping them feel better. So they're going to continue to come back to you. But when it comes to someone working out, training for a while, and then they start to plateau, right? They start to stop seeing results. Um, of course, this is all based in science, right? The principles of fitness, it's all foundational. It is all science-based. And John, you've said science, I don't know how many times, I need to start counting, right? Everything you're doing is talking about science-based principles. But if someone's plateauing, how can a personal trainer help someone who is plateauing in their performance? It's funny. So we don't necessarily see a lot of plateauing clients uh, for reasons that occur in the gym. Uh, lifestyle factors, stress and sleep factors are usually going to be the thing that we point fingers at. And that's uh, a different biopsychosocial physical model of performance ultimately. But we tend to see when somebody is indeed like hitting a roadblock, uh, one of two things happen. Mentally, they quit and they lose their consistency because, hey, I did all of this work. I got into this point and the needle is not moving any longer. And then boom, they fall off. Yeah. And the needle not moving up is not the reason that they won't continue to press forward. It's the lack of consistency. The second one and the one that I run the PPSC based off of is that people push into it. They push too hard. They go too heavy. They try to blast through plateaus with load. And at that point in time, you leave your, yourself more susceptible to pain, injuries, or dysfunctions that would most likely, again, take away from your consistency. There's some crazy data out there. Uh, we're lucky enough to work with partners like Lifetime and Equinox, and we have the data coming out of their personal training. You know, these are $150, $200 personal training sessions per hour. And on an average in year uh, 2018 at Equinox, um, personal training clients that started in with a world-class personal trainer, highly educated, they were falling off due to pain, injury, or burnout in a matter of five and a half weeks, one out of every two. And this is under the direction of a world-class personal trainer. So you see people that come into a commercial gym setting, they go into a group fitness setting, they really have not a whole lot of chance 
with battling pain or injuries or burnout without more knowledge, without more mentoring, without more uh, communications with that fitness professional. And that's the beauty of what we do as trainers and what we do as coaches is what we're able to navigate a path forward so they can be one of those two that make it past that five and a half week mark. Because we all know on this call, we're not getting super jacked or super lean or super strong in five and a half weeks. What we're doing is trying to get to that point because at five and a half weeks, that is a habitual physical trait that training can provide for somebody's life. That's mind blowing that it's really that short because I used to work for a lifetime, so I'm familiar, but, but that's insane. And we get a lot of people who wonder, well, my client stopped coming after two months or something. The average <laughs> client doesn't stay with you for that long, right? So I have a pair of clients that I've had for six years. That's rare, right? But these are also people who don't necessarily, it's, I won't say that they don't have goals, but they're more in for maintenance and they just want to stay moving, right? Yeah. So it's constantly, it's not constantly, but it's regularly changing up their program and listening to their bodies. Hey, what's going on this month? Like, what are you dealing with? And like adjusting to them, but that's, that's very rare. So that's amazing. Somebody out there needed to hear that. I always say, you know, you can change your body in three months, but you can change your entire life in a year. In yeah. a year, if you can get past that point, it's going to be a great time in the gym and it's going to transcend the lifestyle. And that's ultimately what we're after. Um, it's all good to be jacked and strong and looking sexy as F, but ultimately what we need to be doing is trying to live our best life that can translate into multiple aspects, being a parent, being a community member, being a business owner, you know, being able to battle back against things like COVID, where you don't know when the next left or right hooks hit in your face. Um, you know, the more strength and resilience that we can add, not only to our bodies, but to our minds, that is ultimately what we have to offer in this industry. And it's a powerful thing. That's why we are the front lines of proactive preventative health care. And healthcare has a space between those two words because we are it. Wow, this I, I'm with Jenny. We, I, I could I, we, we could chat all day long. Um, I would love, and we haven't even got into like the nitty gritty stuff where I want to start asking specific questions like I always do self selfishly. Um, I absolutely love this conversation. Um, I suspect we're going to have to pick up where we left off and do it another time so that we can continue to learn from well, you. I'm going to go to the session that they're doing in October here in Phoenix and then oh. I'll report back. We'll get yeah, you get there. You go there. You go. That's good for you. That's that's going to be a really good a really good experience. I'm sure, John. We want to make sure that our listeners uh, know how to find you. Uh, I understand you've written a book that they they have the ability to to uh, you know purchase or connect with your book, to uh, follow you on social, etc. All the different ways that we follow each other. Can you can you share with us uh, a little bit about those things? Yeah, so two different avenues. Uh, if you'd like to follow the pain-free performance specialist certification on Instagram and on Facebook, it's at GetPPSC. And the same thing is at, at GetPPSC.com on the website. Uh, for my personal pages, it's at Dr. John Russin and DrJohnRussin.com. There's loads of content over. Uh, we have about 2,000 free articles between those two sites. So, uh, you know, it's a doctoral level education for free over there if you do indeed want to do some reading. Excellent. Excellent. And is, did you mention the book? Is that where you, they would find that? Yeah, that's over on my website, drjohnrussin.com. Okay, okay. Functional power training. Uh, okay. I'm over here looking on Amazon. <laughs> looking for yeah. That. Jenny's already <laughs> checked out. Give her a minute. She's going to, she's already, she's already clicked uh, purchase. So I love it. She's <laughs> all over it. I'm over here on my phone looking at Amazon. <laughs> 
No, this is awesome. So definitely check it out, you guys. He does, they're doing seminars and learning sessions and certification sessions all over the world. I saw Spain, I saw London on there, I saw Italy, of course, throughout the US. Where else, John? Uh, we're in six uh, different continents. Uh, we're ready to reaccess these continents because, again, it's day by day with the way that travel restrictions and mandates and different laws and regulations have been hitting our world. But I'm looking up to 2022. It's our year. It's the year of health. So I think we will get back out there and hit more markets, which we're in need of worldwide. Awesome. And the website, guys, getppsc.com. Getppsc.com. Um, definitely check it out. You can see more about the certifications. They've got all kinds of details on there. I already scoped it out a couple of times. <laughs> um, phenomenal information on there. Thank you so much for sharing with us, John. Dan, Jenny, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Yes, this has been super awesome. I Again, I am super excited for this, guys. Go back, re-listen to this podcast. If you are interested in program design, 90% of students come back to us and say, I don't know where to start with program design. We've, I feel like ISSA has really taken the step to get you guys rolling by breaking down movements into these movement categories that John is talking about. Um, that's the foundation right there because so many people are missing these categories. But if you aren't aware of the categories, it's really easy to miss. So a lot of that's our fault, right? As trainers, because we just don't know what we don't know. Go educate yourself, learn more right? And this is a great step to do it. It's an in-person session. For those of you guys who would rather do that instead of reading from a book, I personally, I'm 100% on board. I cannot wait to attend a session like this where you actually get to do instead of just reading. Phenomenal. Dan, any last words for everyone today? Yeah, I'll kind of, uh, uh, just a little uh, thought, something to think about for those of you out there building your businesses or you're in the business and you're thinking about maybe a change or there might be some opportunity uh, to help a different uh, demographic of people, call it. Uh, when I was finish, finishing up my last couple of years of training in a health club, I ended up uh, training only people who were in pain. And I was not an expert, and I am not an expert at all, but I uh, was creative and listened to a lot of smart people and read books. And I found that the waiting list for my clientele became very long, very quick. I don't say that because it's about me. I say that because <clears throat> if you think about who needs us, if you've ever known somebody in chronic pain, and I watched my mother go through it for a decade, they will do anything to relieve that pressure, that, that mental uh, issue. You know, it's, it's mental, it's physiological, it's all of those things. They will do anything. And if you want to feel like you accomplished something and watch somebody hold their head up higher and become a different human being, that's the space to explore. So I would highly encourage you to connect with John and, and learn more about what he's teaching. Absolutely. Well, thank you again for joining us, John. Hope you guys enjoyed the conversation today. And we leave you with our always good words of wisdom. Make good choices. We'll be talking to you soon. <laughs>